If you've got your Bibles, I invite you to turn with me over to the book of Philippians. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 1, and we'll bounce off of that. This morning I titled it. It's pretty simple. Uh, if y'all were watching a game last night, life has no overtime. Unlike ball games we watched, where there was lots of overtimes. Football is, has lots of overtimes now, and whatever, whether your team won or lost last night, you know the game of life does not have overtime like a ball game does. Um, I always like the first of the year. I like January. January is when we, we look into a brand new year and we ask ourselves the question, what kind of year do you want it to be? What kind of year did you want? How, how did 21 do for you? I mean, honestly, I know 20, 21, it was different with all this sickness and uh, the the distancing and all the stuff that we had, but you know that doesn't that doesn't affect how we are as persons. Think about it. You know our our relationship with the Lord, our study in God's Word, our prayer life, all of those things does not does not really none of that is affected by what's going on in our in our external. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And I mean, in life. How do you want to, how do you want, not just next year, but how do you want your life to be? Because you only got one to live. You only got one life. I said this earlier, and I believe this about this room. I believe this about this church. When I, when I look around, I don't, I don't see a lot of people. I see most of you regularly. And you got me convinced that you're an okay bunch. Uh, I see you pretty regularly, and I, I don't think that we're the group of people that, that you know lives, lives just one crazy way during the week and comes back in to maybe dust ourselves off and, and straighten ourselves out a little bit. I, I don't think we're that way, but you know there's a lot of people that, that when you talk to them, they say, hey, I'm going to get myself straight later. I'm going I'm to get my life fixed eventually. I don't think we're that way. But guys, here's the deal. What are you doing with that one life you're given? We don't have overtimes. We don't get second chances. We don't have that, that two-point play that, that it all is settled. It's settled on that one play. What are we doing with that one life that we're given to live? Over one verse, really. I mean, I could, I could pin it all on one verse. Look at verse 27. Philippians chapter 1 verse 27 says this. Guys, if you want to, if you want to, as a Christian, what matters, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Think about it. As a daddy, as a daddy, in this one life that you're given, and, and, you know, I was, I was thinking earlier, I was talking about earlier, first service, I'm 45. You know, 45 years old, that's crazy. I am an old man. This group right here, I am old. I am 45 years old. That happened. You know how quick 40, and some of you are like, no, you're not. But I, I'm a 45, got here like that. Just boom, and I'm 45. It's like, it's like wow, that got here quickly. Because I remember second, you remember, I, I, I always think back to second or fourth grade. You remember how slow fourth grade was? You remember it's like, is fourth grade ever going to end? And you know what? I'm 45 now. Harley told me, 
Harley told me, where's Harley? There you are. Harley told me, we were at this house. She told me, uh, it's been several months ago. She's like, Daddy, when you had me, did you realize that you only had 18 summers with me? I mean, think about it. Parents. When you have a kid, I mean, honestly, you only get like 18 summers or so with your family. With them little ones, you only got them so many times. I mean, we only got a few more left. You only got a couple more. I mean, you only got a few more. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be here like boom, 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 back there. Kids, right there, boom. It's, it's going to be over. Some of you know. I mean, I'm looking at Jeff. He's got a big old kid sitting there. I mean, there's only a few summers. We only got so many times left, and it's quick. 45 has flown, and I'm, I'm, an, old, I'm an old man. But guys, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. You know, as I think about going into a new year, as I think about, you know, we got December's going to be crazy. December, we got singings and we got meals and we got get togethers and we're going to be running here and running there. It's just, a, it's just, you know, how things get really hectic around the holidays and we're in the heart of the holidays. And, before no time, school will be out. We'll be planning vacation Bible school. We'll be getting ready for next year's cantata. We'll be, we'll be practicing next year's music and missions and all of this kind of stuff. But every single day of our lives that we wake up, every day of it, guys, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. You got one life to live. You got one shot at this thing. You realize that? And here's the deal. We don't think about that when we're in the middle of it. You know, when you're in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon and life's falling apart and like, oh, it's just crazy. You don't think about it. But, but here's the deal. The way I act and what I say and what comes out of me, and I, I think about me as a daddy. And man, I wish I could go back and do a lot of daddy things different. I wish I could go back and do a lot of husband things different. I wish I could go back and do a lot of son things different. But only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. You know, if, when we think about how we want to, what's, what's, what's our motivation, what's our standard of living, what's, what gets us out there. You know, and the world don't say this. The world is cutthroat. I mean, honestly, think about, think about your world, business people. Think about it. It's dog eat dog. It's, it's you got to make that sale. You got to do whatever it takes. You got to get to the top. You got to look, stab whoever you need to in the back, whisper behind the scenes and under the counter deals, whatever it takes to make it happen, right? That's what the world says. The Bible says, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the name of Jesus. Worthy of the gospel of Christ. You know, that's our standard. That's our standard. That is, what if what comes out of us, what if our relationships, our relationships have to hold to the standard of Christ? Our relationships 
our, our business dealings, whether as daddies, what we do, what we do has to, has to hold to the standard. Is this worthy of the gospel of Christ? Is this worthy of the name of Jesus? Is this pleasing Christ as mamas? Does this please Christ? As sons, as students, this decision, this decision that I'm about to make, where we're going, where we're all running off to, where everybody else is going, what the whole group is doing on the weekend, the social groups that we're running with, big people, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. That's our standard. That's, that's who we are in this you get one shot at this thing. You get one. You don't get overtime. You know, it was funny listening to the announcers last night. They were talking about, you know, when it was going into overtime, they were they were saying, you know, the Auburn, Alabama, they had to pick their best two-point play. Their best two-point play. And I was thinking about that with this. I'm like, you know, for us, and there's a lot of folks that think that, hey, I'm going to wait to the very end and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my very best foot forward. That don't work. That's not who we are. That's not the way we're to be as believers. Only, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, period. Nothing else. We, we can't can't put our best foot forward just to impress, just to please, just to look at, look at something. Go over 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. You know, every one of us are going to stand before God one of these days. We're going to stand before God and have to give an account for the life that we're living and I can't stand, I, I'm not going to be able to call Josh up and say, Josh, tell him how good I was. I'm not going to be able to tell, get Wendy. Wendy, come tell him I was decent at times, right? Youngins, you like daddy, come tell him about daddy. No, it's us will be there before God. Look at what Scripture says. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning in verse 9. Therefore also... Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to Him. You know, I think back, I think over my life, I think back over just how I am. You know, what if, what if that was our, that's our standard? This decision I'm about to make, this choice I'm about to make, this attitude I'm about to have, this direction I'm about to go in, my ambition, my desire, whether at home or absent, is to be pleasing to Him. Why? For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed, paid, for his deeds in his body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. We're going to stand before God one of these days, and it's no overtime. There's no, there's no second chances. There's no 
well, I'm going to do it right later. No, just right now. Right now. What would have to change? Let me ask you. Right now. Think about it. Think about it, big church. Okay, when, you, when you're looking at your life and you're listening to all this and you're thinking to myself, and I'm not saying there's a whole bunch of stuff. You know. Maybe, here it is. Maybe it's some tendencies. Anger, some jealousy, some motives that, you know, some of us guys may be chasing, I mean, I'm honest. The world says chase all the money. The world says chase all the power to be influential, to be powerful, to, to have big ant beds and lots of shiny things. Is that your motivation? Is that what drives you? Is that what wakes you up? Is it? Is that your driving force? Because we're going to have to stand before God one of these days and give an account. It, guys, it could just be a... And here's the thing. It takes a little spark. Just... To catch a whole bunch of junk on fire. Anybody ever been burning leaves or burning the yard or burning something off and kind of lose it? I kind of lost it a few times. Scares you to death. Because that fire, you know, it starts growing and, and you're sitting over here stomping and the wind starts blowing. You know what I'm talking about? And it just starts taking. And before you're sitting there and you got the rake and you're beating and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And inside of you, first you're thinking, oh, I, I, here's what you're thinking. I'm in control of this. You know what I'm talking about. Somebody knows exactly what I'm talking about. You're like, I'm in control of this. And then lo and behold, you and you're sitting here, you got your rake, and you're doing all this. You're like, oh, I got this one. It's okay. And then all of a sudden, the, the wind just, and this thing, it, it don't just grow one way. It kind of goes this way. Our first house in the trailer, it kind of did that down. And I just burned a whole front of the part, part of the front yard. Didn't mean to. It just burned. But you know what it started with? It started with something that, you know what, it's just a little thing, and I'm in control of it. It's just a little something and I'm in control. That may be where it is right now. It's just a little thing. It's just right here. I can, I can easily stomp it out. It's just a little thing that I'm in control of. Guys, those things can get out of control and mess up a lot of stuff quickly. If we're not careful. So what I'm saying is. Therefore we also have as our ambition. Whether at home or absent to be pleasing to him. Our goal. Our, our drive. Our motivation. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Only. So here's the deal. It, it may just be a little something. This is a tiny little something that's not bothering nobody. It's just a little attitude. It's just a little mess up. It's just a little 
It's just a little sin that ain't bothering nobody right now. It's just my little bent. It's my little mess up. It's my little pick your word. It's just my little thing. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of Him. Only. Only. And when that is our standard, and that is our governing passion and directing, then, listen, those things can't be there. They've got that doesn't belong in who I am as a Christian. And whether you're going into a brand new year, or going into a brand new day, or, or, or walking out of a sanctuary on a Sunday morning. Guys, as Christians, here's the deal. It don't have to be the big scary things that make the newspaper. It don't have to be the big old stuff. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. We're going to stand before Christ one of these days and have to give an account. And here we are. Here I am at at 45. There's, There's nothing I can do about up to 45. What, 45 in a week or so now? November 19th to now, there's, there's nothing I can do about 45 in a week. But from, but from this day forward, but from this moment forward, and here's the deal. Praise God for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Praise God that He, that he shows me, hey, this is not who you're supposed to be. Praise God that He has the, given us His promise of His Spirit that when we're doing or thinking or acting or saying or being, those radars go off and it says, that's not you no more. Praise God for that. Praise God that when we sit in a room like this and we hear that his, the standard is Christ and we see, Lord, I know I'm not doing it with this and Lord, I know I'm not doing with it. You know, that's confession. It's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Praise God for conviction. Praise God for those those ouch moments and for those, those moments to where you're, you're listening and it's like, ooh, that guy, ooh, that's me. Ooh, I know what you mean. Ooh, I got a little fire burning over here. Ooh, I got a few little fires, preacher. I know exactly what you're talking about. Praise God that your spirit, the spirit of God is saying, hey, those are there and we got to go ahead and extinguish them and put them out. Because I just want you to only conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. God's saying, look, I saved you for a purpose. And I got big plans for you and I'm going to do some amazing stuff in you. And I'm going I'm to work in you ways that you don't even see possible or can imagine. Holiness. Holiness. You say, preacher, I, I'm not perfect. Well, 
Our desire is to please Him in all aspects. Personal, public, private, secret. Guys, don't let those fires burn. It, it don't seem like much, but it could get big quick. It could go, it could go really fast. It could, it could mess things up. Only pleasing. You got one shot at this thing. And you know, if we if we look at it that that we don't get hat, we don't get overtime, we don't get we've watered down the holiness of God. We've watered down the standard of holiness. We have. Because God is so gracious. I was talking to somebody. I think I was talking to Eddie. I'd have, I'd have zapped me a long time ago. If I was God, I'd have zapped me a long time ago. But he's long-suffering. And here's the thing. He's told us. We're going to have to be judged one of these days. We're going to, we're going to stand before him one of these days and... You know, rewards will be given out. I want every reward available. I want it all. I know lots of people, and I say it jokingly, I'll say it occasionally, they'll be way, and I've always said it, Wendy will be way, way, way up there in front of me. How's the view from way up there? Here's the thing. You get one life. You get one life. Just one. And it flies by. As a parent, it flies by. I'm 45. That is ridiculous. I sat right there where you were. As a teenager and as a college person. And as a, I've sat right there. And now I stand here as a middle-aged, almost over-the-hill gold guy. And you know how quick that came? Just like that. And everything I do in it, every single day of it matters. And everything you do with your life matters. There's nothing you're doing secret that's not going unnoticed by God. What's our standard? It's Christ. What's our example? It's Christ. I want us to pray. And again, here's what I want you to do. I just want you to, I, I just want you to look around your life. I ain't talking about nobody else. This ain't one of those where you're sitting there saying, Oh, I, I hope he's listening. You ever sat in one of those? I hope she's getting this. I hope he's paying attention. Maybe he'll change. Maybe she'll change. Are there any fires, little fires burning? Tiny fires burning. You know, some of you may have some big fires burning. Some of you may say, Preacher, you just don't know how big the fire really is. You, don't, you probably don't have a clue how messed up I really am. I don't have to. God does. God does. Bible says, Bible says, 
this. If we say we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that awesome? That we serve a God that when His Spirit points out things inside of us, we don't have to wait till later. We, right now... When you see it and when the Spirit of God says, Hey, this, 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 this. Lord, you got me. You got me. I want us to just take a moment in your spirit and just kind of unzip it. And just lay it all out in front of him. And be real for a few minutes. Father God, as we sit in quietness before you, Holy Spirit of God, we ask that you would speak to our hearts right now in Jesus' name.